Well, what is going on, everybody? Good morning. It is Monday, December the 6th, 2021, and you know what that means. It is time for another all-new episode of Aaronverse 2.0. First off, I'll tell you what's on my mind. The past couple of segments that I've done regarding the tragedy in Astroworld, it's just gotten, in my opinion, way out of hand because A, the fans knew what they were getting into, and B, the concert was actually less secure than the World Series. And the World Series baseball fans knew how to act. Um, with that being said, I did read on another article that that they have caught um, Travis. I mean, not actually caught him, actually photographed him, quote-unquote, laying low, but he was actually out and about golfing with uh, Mark Wahlberg, Michael Jordan, and Sad Tamagawi, who DC fans will remember from Wonder Woman and G.I. Joe fans will remember him from the first G.I. Joe film. Now, answer this question. If you are told to lay low, shouldn't that mean you actually lay low and not surfacing? But it is what it is with these elites actually saying that, oh, we're laying low to avoid having our names run through, da-da-da-da-da. Well, actually, um, a lot more law firms have been throwing their hand into the mix, as it were, for um, representation of anybody who has been to the concert, anybody who was injured, blah, blah, blah. And it's just gotten bad for not only Travis Scott, but Drake and um, uh, Lime Nation, the outfit who puts out these uh, big concerts. But here's where I applaud 
um, the families of two of these victims. They immediately turned down the opportunity to have Travis Scott um, pay for their funeral. I mean, their loved ones were at his concert. Coming from a religious standpoint, and I hope most of you guys are listening when I say this, that this concert, yes, the stage was set up almost like a sacrifice with the upside down cross and what have you. But from and from my standpoint, the exposure that this has gotten on Twitter has gotten way out of hand. And I know this is going to drag on for a good long while. Because Nike just delayed the release of Travis Scott's new shoe. Now, speaking of which, a lot of past uh, concerts have came back to haunt as it were, Travis Scott. It was a concert that came into question on an article I read, I think it was from the Post, saying that he had to stop the concert because a fan um, lost his shoe, uh, stole his shoe, and then uh, he lo- uh, he applauded a fan who was unconscious where he shouldn't have even been near the concert or passed out. I can't remember, but you guys are going to have to read and find out for yourself. Because anyway... Um, a lot of these concerts come back to haunt him with, you know, him applauding all the deaths of previous concert goers, all the injuries, and it's just gotten out of hand exposure-wise. But to end this part of Aaron's mind. Um, the, the Jenner girls, they talk about, you know, have some respect and they were saying, have some respect, you know, for 
my sisters and the pain that we're going through and the pain that you all are going through. Oh, yes, we do have some respect. We have respect for them because coming up on the Christmas season, these love, these people that have died and the deaths are now, I believe, 10. And they want us to have respect, you know, for them. And let me tell you something about that. These, um, these people, they want us to have respect for them. No, let me tell you. As I said in past segments, even after they brought up that that saying, you want respect, you have to earn it. You don't demand it. You don't ask for it. You earn it. And respect will be given back to you. It won't be shown. You will have respect earned towards you. Coming up in part two of what's on my mind, I take you guys into the kitchen. We'll be right back. Welcome back, you guys. This is not only Aaron verse 2.0, but it is part two of my segment, uh, Aaron's Mind. And I know in posts that have been kind of cryptic as to what I mean by my mind goes to the kitchen. I'll tell you what I mean. Last couple of years, I have gotten a knack um, to cook. And this is even leading up to me um coming out here to Houston and living out here. One recipe that I enjoyed uh, making was um, my peppermint uh, sandwich, uh, cookie sandwiches. Of course, you can probably call it any name you want. This was actually a take on um, a um, cookie sandwich that my sister uh, did where she made a I think it was a a buttercream or it might have been a vanilla cream. I can't remember what she used, but anyway. Uh, her version had lemon extract. As well as two sugar cookies. And then her topping concoction was um, 
uh, crushed pecans and dark chocolate almond bark. Well, my take is a little bit different. It will again start with two sugar cookies. Now, I used a store-bought uh, sugar cookie mix. Betty Crocker makes the best uh, sugar cookie mix, in my opinion. You followed the directions on the box. I believe you had to add oil, egg, and water. I can't remember to be on the safe side. But uh, I'm sure if you follow the directions on the box, it'll tell you. Now, after you make the cookie dough, you will place the cookies in a on a cookie sheet, it'd be best if you line it with parchment paper or if you don't have parchment paper, um, spray the uh, pan down. Very good, because you do not want these cookies to stick. I believe the bake time <clears throat> was about 8 to 10 minutes. But anyway, after you bake the cookies, you stick the baked cookies in the fridge to kind of let them cool down. And then you mix your icing. Now, I used a... Um, now, I used a um, vanilla cake icing and um, a peppermint extract, I believe, from Lowry's or McCormick, I believe. I, I, it's been a while since I baked them. But uh, anyway, you take a whole jar of vanilla icing because it'll take a whole can to yield I'm gonna say about um, I'm gonna say about 24 of these sandwiches and then uh, after you make the icing, you add the peppermint extract, and you mix hard. Hard, 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 hard. Because you're going to want to put it into a piping, piping bag. Now, when it comes to piping bags, all I used was a big Ziploc. And I cut the corner off. 
and I um, started pouring the um, started to add the icing. Now, for those of you who are wondering, did I make all these myself? It was actually a tandem project with uh, my father. And how I got the idea, I was sitting with him at the Newland Christmas Parade one year, and I said, you know, Dad, why don't we, why don't I make a spin on Meredith's, um, on uh, Meredith's uh, lemon sandwich cookies. And he started giving me that, ew, look, you know? But anyway, um, what I told him, I said, no, 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 no. Instead of the lemon icing that Meredith used, my sister, why don't we add peppermint extract? And then instead of the white, uh, the dark chocolate almond bark that she used, why not go white? And then instead of the pecans, why don't we do crushed peppermints? Now, I'm going to get to the white chocolate almond bark in just a second. So, <clears throat> that is how I, <clears throat> that is how the peppermint sandwich cookies uh, were born, or how they came about. Now, back to, back to the baking. Um, After you let the icing cool down with the cookies again, no. After you add the icing, because you put just enough to cover the bottom half of the cookie, you don't want to overdo it, because then you'll waste icing. And then... Um, for the white chocolate, if you want to, you use a whole package of white chocolate almond bark. You can add the full piece, or if you want to, you can chop it up and then melt it in a double, a double boiler. Now, for you first-time bakers, and I know my good friend Scott Baker is listening. Before you first time bakers, a double boiler usually consists of a mixing bowl and a uh, a pot. Uh, uh, it's a size that you would use to make, you know. Uh, 
stews or chili or um, uh, etouffee for that matter. I can't remember the exact size, but that's the size you would need. And then you chop the chocolate up. That's if you want to go that route. But then once the water starts boiling, you set the chocolate in and you don't want to um, and you don't want to let the chocolate burn. So it's going to be like a quick process. Anyway, after the chocolate has melted, you quickly take it off or you can turn the boiler down to low. You put the cookies submerse one half in the chocolate and then set it on the cookie sheet again because you're going to stick that back in the freezer or the fridge for that matter, the fridge. And then once you get all your cookies um, dipped, you take your crushed peppermints and you sprinkle them on top. And then you let that cool until the chocolate gets hard. And then you have a mint sandwich cookie. Now, one story that I have when these were made. I was going to uh, Proctor Baptist at the time, and they had their annual Christmas party, and everybody in the choir, including, you know, me, had to... Um, bring a covered dish so i figured you know why not bring these uh sandwich cookies and throughout the event everybody in the kitchen started eating them and my tray was gone and a lot of people were coming to me afterwards you know Aaron, Aaron, what's What's your secret? What's your secret? And I just said it just came out of the blue. You just use your favorite uh, sugar cookie mix. Follow the directions. And um, you use your uh, favorite icing. Add peppermint extract. White chocolate almond bark and crushed peppermints, and you're good to go. So that is the kitchen-sized Aaron's mind. Coming up in sports, it'll be a look to 2022 for Impact Wrestling's Hard to Kill pay-per-view. And although one match has been hyped, 
I will dive into that one as well as a few other things around the sports world. Sit tight. You're listening to Aaronverse 2.0. Headlines. Carlos Correa possibly going to Boston? Verlander agreeing to an option for 2023. The lockout meaning no baseball, all that and more in this edition of Sports Edge. Welcome, 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 everybody. This is the Sports Edge, and boy, do we have a gigantic sports edge in store first up impact wrestling's 2022 pay-per-view calendar is already shaping up to be a big event first up is their hard to kill pay-per-view and one um and one um, match that has been um, hyped was a triple threat match between W. Morrissey, Matt Cardona, and um, the Impact Champion. Uh, Moose. Now, how he got impact to be Impact uh, World Champion was he won uh, what was called what they call their version of WWE's Money in the Bank ladder match. It was a call your shot gauntlet, and any. Uh, I'm sorry, for any of you fans who that don't know what I'm talking about, like I said at the start, the Call Your Shot Gauntlet is um, Impact Wrestling's version of the WWE Money in the Bank ladder match. Now, in the WWE uh, format, the winners of the latter match would get a shot at any uh, championship on any brand, whether it be the women's titles, NXT, Raw, and SmackDown, or the women's or the men's Universal WWE and uh, NXT title. But anyway, um, the Impact format had any competitor who um, 
who won that gauntlet, they would be able to use their uh, privilege. I don't know if you'll call it a privilege, but anyway, they will be able to use their chance to um, take on any challenger at any given moment. And Moose took that um, ball and he ran with it when he defeated uh, Josh Alexander immediately after defeating uh, Christian Cage. Oh, I'm sorry. He immediately defeated Josh Alexander after Josh Alexander defeated Christian Cage at the Bound for Glory pay-per-view, I believe. And um, he will have one... Um, he will have one um, tough challenge ahead of him due to the fact that he faces two former WWE stars in W. Morrissey and Matt Cardona. Now, a little bit on Matt Cardona later on. Um, <clears throat> in... Major League news, I know most of you have been watching um, the MLB Network because um, they can't report on, I don't know if they can because I haven't been watching ESPN or I haven't been watching the MLB Network. Uh I don't know if they have, if they can report on any free agent signings, but um, as most of you do know, the CBA, or Collective Bargaining Agreement, did expire on December 1st, and that means there is a lockout. What could that mean for the upcoming season? Who knows? But I will do my best to keep you guys informed as to whether the MLB reaches an agreement or we do have a 2022 season. But before the lockout happened, one MLB free agent that is on everybody's mind right now is shortstop Carlos Correa. Now, he is gone from Houston. I know you guys wanted to see him come back, and I know the outpouring of support for him, it's amazing. But he is gone from Houston. He did not take the, apparently he did not take the 160 million for five, for five, uh, 
for uh, for uh, five years, guaranteed thirty-two million over um, the those same five years. Apparently, he wants to win a title, and the the hot ticket team that has been on his uh, radar has been Boston. And a lot of teams have been uh, in contact with him. Like the Rangers, the Astros, everybody. But there are seven that stand out with the Red Sox being on that list. And no negotiations can't be made until the collective bargaining agreement can be reached. But I will keep you guys informed as to the ongoing negotiations. Because I think one of the ideas was a draft lottery that they that uh, the MLB wanted or the players wanted um A playoff system. But anyway, I will keep you guys informed. Coming up next, I do have a little bit of Marvel news for you concerning uh, secret invasions. As well as a quick shot product review. You're listening to Into the Inverse 2.0. I apologize, you guys. I forgot to end uh, the Sports Edge with this. I did tell you that I was going to get to um, Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder for all you WWE wrestling fans. Uh, Mr. Cardona made his appearance at NWA Hard Times 2. This was after he. Uh, this was after the champion, um, Trevor Murdoch, defeated um, Mike Knox in a grueling match. What had happened was that Matt Cardona. Laid a laid a kick or something into Knox or low blowed him. I don't know. When he got in the ring to face uh, Trevor Murdoch, he kicked him in his face, knocked him unconscious, and uh, did that proverbial, you know, hold the belt up and say, I want this, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, to find out what really happened, check out the highlights of Hard Times 2 on uh, NWA's, I'm sorry, the National Wrestling Alliance's uh, YouTube channel. Now, on with 
the juicy stuff. I have been watching a lot of the trailers for uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. And they have seemingly confirmed that Willem Dafoe from the first Spider-Man film will will reprise his role as Green Goblin. Alfred Molina, Thomas Hayden Church, uh, I believe Reese Fonz, Jamie Foxx, and I believe Tom Hardy will be in the film as well, because that will set up If I'm right, it will set up Spider-Man Sinister Six. And it will feature all these villains. How that came to be a confirmation that Willem Dafoe will be in um, Spider-Man No Way Home is because the trailer revealed him in his outfit with no... uh, face piece or whatever but it's going to be exciting another bit of Marvel news now this is courtesy of a fan site in Brazil actress Amelia Clark you remember her from Game of Thrones last Christmas she has uh, reportedly signed on to be a part of the series Secret Invasion. Now, all I can tell you is that the scrolls from Captain Marvel will be involved more than ever. But back to Miss Clark. Rumor has it, via the site, via a fan site in Brazil, it has her playing a certain sword commander. And if that's right, it will fix up a lot of... um, loose holes in uh, WandaVision. I cannot uh, reveal any more due to the fact that even though I don't work for Marvel, I don't want to get you guys all excited about who she's playing and then um for the most part, she ended up playing another character. As far as playing another character, she could be playing um, Spider-Woman. She could be playing 
the scroll queen now for those of you who um have seen the first captain marvel film the scrolls are basically uh shapeshifters who take the form of people here on earth and all as well as uh the avengers but um that's all I could tell you as, as to what they are, because I don't even know the full plot of Secret Invasion. So stay tuned. As it comes more clear, I will let you know. Another familiar face is coming back to the MCU, and that is Maria Hill herself, Toby Smulders. I know last... Um, We saw her, she actually ended up being a scroll at the end of um, Spider-Man Far From Home or Spider-Man Homecoming. I can't remember. Um, I don't know how her character will come into play during um, Secret Invasion, but it's going to be exciting. Other future Disney Plus Marvel projects to, projects to look forward to are um, Moon Knight with, Os with Oscar Isaac and uh, Ethan, Ethan Hawke. X-Men 97, I Am Group, um, Armor Wars, Iron Heart, Echo, um, even looking forward to Blade in the movie theaters. Plus a whole host of other uh, TV projects and Marvel films. I will let you know more about them as they come clear. And I know this is going to make you guys sad, but coming up it is the closing remarks. Um... I appreciate the outpouring that you guys have given me. I do this for you. And in a little bit, I'm going to tell you how you could help me get the double-digit listeners. And now the end is near. And so I face the final curtain for now. Thank you, Frank Sinatra from Beyond the Grave, for that wonderful introduction, or for that wonderful song, for that matter. Um, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. I appreciate you boosting my audience numbers up. Uh, feel free to go on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, Spotify, CastBox, 
wherever you find your uh, favorite podcast. It's gonna help me in the. It's gonna help me in the long run. And be gentle. Uh, but as I said before, you guys are the reason I do this. Um, I thank you for subscribing. Now we have talked about the we have talked about a lot of things we have talked about um the astroworld debacle we have talked about what's going on in sports we have talked about movie news i took you into the kitchen and gave you a little backstory um One thing I forgot to mention is, yes, the joke of the week will be back. And it is back with this one. I told my dad this the week before before Thanksgiving. My grandpa was in a band called the Hinges. Yeah, they opened up for the doors. Ba-dum-bum. Anyway, you guys, as always, from the entire crew at Aaronverse 2.0, not only keep it interesting, keep it smelling great, keep it sportsy, and most of all, keep it fresh. I'll see you next week.